Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, November 17th, 5.43 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. December corn futures down nine and a half cents at 6.55 and three quarters. January soybeans down 11 and a quarter at 14.18. December Chicago wheat down 16 and a quarter at 8.01 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat down seven at 9.48 and a half. December spring wheat down two and a half at 9.63. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it as always. Ratings and reviews, very much welcome. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Leave me a comment. All of those comments in particular, guys, really help YouTube to help me to grow this channel. If you have any sort of uh, crop update, basis update, yield update, uh, just chime in and say good morning. It'll really help YouTube to uh, help me to grow this channel. Really appreciate all that stuff, guys. If you'd like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of, charts, graphics, weather information, all of my grain marketing recommendations. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. Yesterday, I went off topic a little bit. kind of gave my thoughts on FTX, the crypto situation, uh, this whole blow up and this whole situation that uh, just kind of been unfolding here over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I do go off topic sometimes. I promise I'll be back to grain marketing today. Uh, If you guys are interested in this sort of content, new stuff every day, uh, sign up today. 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Uh, Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. The Black Sea grain deal has been extended. Uh, UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres announced this morning that the deal has been extended for an additional 120 days. He said this, I welcome the agreement by all parties to continue the Black Sea grain initiative to facilitate the safe navigation of export of grain, foodstuffs, and fertilizer from Ukraine. Now, the reports are kind of fluid this morning. That statement makes it sound as if Russia is involved in the extension. Uh, Another report early this morning indicated that Russia will need to see a relaxation of sanctions, uh, which, of course, has not been initiated by the West. Uh, Here's some headlines that were just across the wires here early this morning. So Russia extends grain deal for 120 days. That's what their foreign ministry said. Um, They uh, said they extended it without any changes. They're presuming Russian concerns will be fully taken into account uh, in the coming period, and they said any attempt to use the humanitarian corridor in the Black Sea for provocative military purposes will be resolutely suppressed. So it sounds like Russia is on board, I guess, and maybe this changes by the time you guys see this, but these Russian concerns that they presume will be taken into account, that's uh, maybe a big deal because uh, their concerns are that uh, sanctions are impacting their own, uh, Russia's exports of food and fertilizer. And I just don't know if the West is interested in dropping any of these sanctions. But in any case, guys, this is a bearish deal for the grain markets today. The wheat market in particular tends to uh, just trade the headlines when it comes to the Black Sea situation. And this is not a friendly headline. COVID cases in China surge. The country reported more than 23,000 new cases on Wednesday, the highest total since April. Again, I 
have a tough time believing that that's the real number, but the the trend in cases is higher. Uh, While past outbreaks had been confined to large cities like Shanghai and other places, this recent outbreak is much more widespread in China. Now, the surge, it comes immediately following what they called a refining or really a relaxation of the country's COVID policies. They got away from some of this mass testing. They're getting away from some of these lockdowns. China has dubbed this new approach as the dynamic zero COVID policy. Uh, Chinese economic data has been generally poor. Retail sales earlier this week contracted for the first time in five months. Factory output growth has slowed. So this uh, news and the surge in cases, I think, has absolutely caused some pessimism among grain traders when it comes to soybean and corn demand. So this is like an additional uh, bearish item here this morning, perhaps. Widespread rains are slated to hit Brazil early next week. So over the next like three, four days, you're going to see some rains in northern areas and like eastern areas. But uh, once you go out 10 days, you're going to see some pretty decent coverage over the vast majority of soybean growing areas in Brazil. Maybe not as much in the south, but I mean, everybody's going to catch some rain. So this is kind of another bearish issue here this morning. The fact that uh, the vast majority of Brazilian soybean growing areas will catch some rain. Now, Argentina is a little bit different story. The rainfall there will be sparse. They've had major drought that has resulted in delays in soybean planting. Uh, A lot of groups out there have already reduced their Argentina soybean production estimates, USDA included. So to make a long story short, uh, Brazil's got all the potential in the world, still very much the potential for a record crop. I think Argentina is probably going to fall a little bit short. U.S. ethanol production declined last week, uh, weekly output 1.011 million barrels per day. That was off 3.8% on the week, off 4.6% versus the same week last year. Still, you've seen this general like seasonal uptrend in ethanol production, which is normal as harvest corn deliveries hit ethanol plants. This is normal stuff. Ethanol stocks were off 4% on the week. Uh, that's kind of a seasonal deal too, 21.3 million barrels. Ethanol production margins are pretty much positive across the country, uh, but can be highly variable because corn prices are so variable. You've got these huge variations in corn bases across the United States. Um, Gasoline demand on average over the last four weeks is running 6.3% behind the same period last year. I've talked about this in the past, how some uh, energy analysts have uh, issue with that number in particular. They think that uh, there's an issue with the export reporting system, which has impacted the implied U.S. demand reporting system. I'm not an expert on that, but that's one of the thoughts out there and that uh, people think that maybe the gasoline demand actually is not as bad as uh, it would seem. USDA reported a large flash sale of U.S. corn to Mexico yesterday. U.S. exporters sold 74 million bushels of corn to Mexico. Of that total, about two-thirds was for delivery during the current marketing year, the remainder for 23-24 delivery. The U.S. could certainly use the corn business. Uh, Your export book for the current marketing year is the third worst of the last 10 years. Mexico, of course, has plans to ban the import of GMO corn in 2024. So this is like a uh, buy-it-before-you-ban-it situation, I suppose. There's a ton of questions regarding Mexico's ability 
to rely on non-GMO sources to replace this massive quantity of U.S. corn that they buy every year. They buy like 600 million bushels of U.S. corn every year. How are they going to replace that? They say they're going to be able to use some some U.S. non-GMO sources, but a whole bunch of other sources as well. It seems really far-fetched to me. I've been told this is political or maybe they're seeking some trade leverage. I don't really know. Uh, the corn lobby is going to fight this. Um, we'll kind of see what happens here. USD also reported a sale of 150,000 metric tons of uh, spring wheat to Iraq for delivery during the current marketing year. We've got an export sales report this morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Uh, corn sales expected 700 to 1.4 for the current marketing year. Soybean sales expected 900 to 1.7. Wheat sales expected 250 to 500. Cattle market was higher yesterday. Live cattle were higher. Feeder cattle were marginally higher. Uh, some cash trade kind of scattered 150 to 153, about even versus last week. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is a little bit higher. Stocks are lower. The s and down 24. The Dow Jones down about 200. Bonds are off a little bit. Gold's down 9 bucks crude oil down a dollar 46 at 84.13 in the december wti i think some of this weakness in crude can also be attributed to that china COVID situation have a great day today guys i'll talk to you friday